Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Treasure State's Big Sky Conference basketball team stayed red hot on Thursday night. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. In the first Montana men's basketball game in Missoula since January 1st, the Grizz pounded Idaho 81-62. Sophomore Josh Bannon scored 18 points and grabbed 9 rebounds, boost UM to its 10th home victory in a row this season and 12th straight home win overall, dating back to last year. Montana's now 7-2 in Big Sky Conference play, 14-6 overall, and have won 6 of their last 7 games. UM hosts Eastern Washington on Saturday in Missoula, tip-off at 7 p.m. In Bozeman, Montana State continued its forward tear, cutting out a 69-65 win over Eastern Washington. Jabril Bello had 15 points and 10 rebounds as MSU won for the 10th time in 11 outings and moved to 7-2 in Big Sky play, 15-5 overall. MSU has now won six games in a row with Idaho coming to town. Saturday's action tips at 4 p.m. for Brick Breeden Fieldhouse. Cheney, Montana State point guard Darian White scored 17 points and ripped six steals to help MSU roll to a 65-55 win over Eastern. The victory is MSU's fifth in the last 10 days and moves the Bobcat women to 7-2 in Big Sky Conference play, 11-8 overall. And finally, the Montana Lady Grizz are off this weekend. UM's game scheduled for Thursday at Idaho was postponed because of COVID issues in the Vandal program. And Saturday's contest in Cheney was also called off because of COVID issues with the Lady Grizz. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. 
positive over negative for the woman the master. Uh -huh. Mother Queen's rise in the chapter. Yeah. Deja vu. Tell you what I'm gonna do when they reminisce over you, my God. That house, baby. Gotta love it. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. It's a funky Friday here on ESPN. Rajim Seabrook kicking in with me, taking you home here on your Friday. Hope you have great plans for the weekend. So I feel like time's flying right now. I mean, you're a dad, so I feel like it always feels like time's flying, right? Here's the reason why. Several people have said time feels like it's flying. Yeah. I've lived in Missoula for 25 years. Yeah. That's 25, well, 26 winters. Yeah. Right? Well, actually, you get, it's the only season you get twice in one year, so that would be like 50 That's minutes. crazy that you've lived in Missoula way longer than I have. Well, hey, baby, you dig it the most. Uh, it, I also left for a long, like 10 years almost. Gotcha. So. Reason why is I have never seen this much sunlight in western Montana in a winter. Last couple of days and, for sure. And Well, just even in December, it was cold, as, it was cold yeah. but it was the sun is out. And when the sun is out and it's up later, time flies by. It's true. This is the first hour of the show. We talked all the way around the world of sports. Grizz sure. Hoops. They had their uh, sixth win in seven games over Idaho last night. Heard from Josh Bannon, rising star as a sophomore for the University of Montana men's basketball team. We also talked some NFL playoffs, including hearing from my good buddy and uh, current NFL assistant coach, Colt Anderson. He's on the Cincinnati Bengals staff. And uh, the Bengals into the belly of the beast, Arrowhead Stadium against Kansas City. That's going to be a heck of a game. We're going to talk a little bit about more about that one a little later on. And uh, then we also talked some... Native American basketball players and uh, some of the best small school hoops teams in boys basketball this year as part of our prep extra. You can find everything from the first hour of the show, as always, on the Nuanas Now podcast. Please rate, review, subscribe, five stars, definitely preferred. Yes, sir. Probably presented by Sports Bet Montana and the Advocates. You want to be a part of the show? You always can. And keep this in mind because about 20 minutes from now, we got two vouchers from the AC Hotel. Send you down there to get some brunch as well as, uh, well, they're brunch vouchers, but brunch, what's brunch without mimosas? We got some, uh, the, the full catering for you. So hit us up here a little while, 888-1029. That's 406-888-1029. I'm going to check with my guy Tuck as well. We might have more Grizz hockey tickets for you, but there's rumors going around. It's sold out. It's not sold out. So if you want to go, head on down to the Glacier Ice Rink tonight, 730. Puck drops. University of Montana versus University of Providence, the last Grizz hockey home game for the inaugural season of the return of Grizz hockey. Switching it up on you, moving this to a Friday, because we figured you love to party on Friday. Carolyn loves to party. She loves to bring the fun. The funniest part about this segment is you truly are the chick who doesn't know anything about sports. <laughs> I was sitting there watching what was, by all accounts, among the most thrilling NFL playoff weekends in the history of the league last weekend. And on Saturday night, your boy, Aaron Rodgers, out. Walking off the field, crybaby. Whatever. Next day, Tom Brady, his lip is bleeding. He got the first personal foul of his career. He loses, and he's not the comeback kid for the first time in the history of his life. You didn't watch any of it. You don't even know this until I tell you right now. Both your guys out the playoffs. I knew that. That's good. But only because you texted me <laughs> on Sunday. I think I knew about Green Bay um, Saturday night because I was pretty excited. And then I didn't know anything about 
the other game. No, I didn't know anything. In fact, my brother texted me and said, I'm watching the Kansas game. Kansas. <laughs> the Kansas game. And He's talking hoops, college basketball. He goes, He's the dude that doesn't know anything about sports. <laughs> and he goes, um, I'm watching the Kansas game. Wasn't mom born there? And then I said, well, she was born in Kansas City, Missouri, not Kansas. Oh, gosh. And then I Googled it and was like, oh, Kansas City Chiefs are in Kansas City, Missouri. That's right. I didn't know that either. What? But now, Where did you think the Kansas City Chiefs were besides Kansas City, Missouri? Kansas City, Kansas. Oh, wow. Is it Kansas City, Kansas, like tiny? Can, I don't know. Is it the same city? I don't no, even know. No, it's not the same city. There's two cities. Yes. There's two Kansas one's cities. One's Kansas City, Missouri, and one's Kansas City, Kansas. That is so confusing. So... I, now listen, my brother lives in I Michigan. used to know this. When I was like your kid's age, I would have been able to give you a full report on this. It's my, amazing how much you forget when you get old. My brother lives in Michigan City, Indiana. Mm -hmm. So Michigan I don't. Michigan City, Indiana. Okay. <laughs> I know. It's all weird. Anyway. Huh. Um, how is my voice? I'm trying to change it to make it a little bit less nasally. What do you mean? Your sound? voice is fine. I hate my voice, so I'm working on a new voice. Oh my God, stop that. Please Just let talk. Me know. Just talk. How, how is this? Okay, so <laughs> the point is were you so excited or are you, are you uh, downtrodden because of your two favorite tools not being in the playoffs anymore? This seems like less fodder for you. I am thrilled. <laughs> I posted on my Facebook page that it was the best day of my life. Oh my God. Knowing that the two of those guys were donezo. Though, so, so here's the thing is that uh, the the what's next for Aaron Rodgers is very fascinating considering all the BS he did in the last while and how much he uh, turned his back on one of the most loyal fan bases in sports. And I think it's almost certain that he's on the way out of Green Bay. And that's interesting to speculate about because I do think Aaron Rodgers has another chapter left in him. And he's obviously one of the best players in the NFL. So where he goes is going to be huge in the league. The Tom Brady, I cannot listen. I've already heard 17 freaking interviews of him. I'm just going to take it day by day. Ah, when I'm ready, I'm going to be ready. Maybe give him a sip of champagne. Stop and lying, beans. Tom. You're going to play forever. Tom Brady's not going to not play. He's not going to not play. He's not going to walk away. There's no chance he's going to walk away. I can't believe he's even uh, promoting that illusion. Well, he's got to keep his wife happy, and I think she... Oops, well, I think that his wife was well aware that if Tom Brady was not in the NFL and other people that were in the NFL were performing at a worse level than he would, he would be the most miserable person to live with on the earth. Tom Brady would do nothing but call every person he knows every Sunday being like, this bum's in the league, I should be in the league. Well... <laughs> I don't know if Giselle is your wife. Are you going <laughs> to? Right, I guess you do whatever she says, right? <laughs> are you going to say, "All right, I'll retire"? But you, never mind. I won't say what the deal would be. But well, I, I think that she's pretty empowering of him. Yeah. I mean, she he, cast all her devil spells on him and made him immortal. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he. Um, <laughs> it's funny because people say, "Did you make a deal with the devil?" It's like, well, no, he just married Giselle, her. Yeah. <laughs> That's mean. I should. I think she's a wonderful person. I actually, don't, I don't know. She she made some horrible comment. I still hold against her. Oh about, really? Um, eating donuts while pregnant oh, and not geez. to do it. And I took it personally, and um, she's dead to me. Okay. Sorry. How's my voice? Is it good? Is it good? <laughs> it sounds exactly like it always no, sounds. No, this is my normal voice. <laughs> <laughs> like Janice from Friends. I'm working on my voice. <laughs> okay, so speaking of Aaron this Rodgers. Is brutal. <laughs> speaking of Aaron Rodgers, he went on some 
podcast as he always does. And said, <laughs> How many podcasts does this guy have? He does more podcasts than me. I feel like I never stop podcasting. I don't know, but I don't know how he has time to practice football when he's doing <laughs> podcasts. But he said the reason fans, Packers fans turned against him was because of his vaccine vaccination status. I think he was more speaking of fans just in general, NFL fans. I don't think Packers fans ever turned against him. I don't think Packers fans can turn against Packers. They're like the most loyal people on the earth. Well, I think he's failing to realize what a jerk he was at the beginning of the, well, all the time. Well, he's obviously, he's failing to realize what a jerk he is yeah. in life. So I mean, he's, he has he very wants, little self-awareness. He's the most arrogant person in sports. And yeah. that's a profound statement. So he wants to blame the, that on his vac. I, I didn't like him prior to his vaccination. So I could care less about it. I mean, sure. I don't get, care. I, I hate that he, I don't like that he lied. I don't like that he tried to fool people. Right. And I also just think he's a big fat jerk. He, he. You're, you're preaching the choir on this one. I mean, I've been harping on this for years because our old buddy Ryan Tutel, the old co-host of this show, is the second biggest Packer fan in the world besides the owner of Missoula Broadcasting Company. Mm-hmm. And uh, I brought this up three years ago to Ryan before Aaron Rodgers had a man bun or before he <laughs> broke up with 14 different starlets or any of that stuff. Yeah. I was like, dude, Aaron Rodgers' body language on the sidelines is going to get, it's going to be the end of him in Green Bay. He is such a baby about everything and you're making stuff up. You're just, you're making it up. I'm not, and here he is now. That he, have you spoken to Ryan about this? I haven't yet, no. Mm-hmm. Our uh, our 10th anniversary at ESPN is next month, so Ryan will be making his illustrious return. I'll be certain to uh, make the segment half good stories from the past and half me roasting him about the Packers. Oh, good, good, good. Can't good. wait. Good, good. I can't imagine that Ryan, being someone that is very engaged in social justice and uh, despite uh, his hilarity and big personality, really doesn't like forwardly arrogant people. I can't imagine that this last season endeared Aaron Rodgers to Ryan very much either. Right. I bet that he's not very happy. I bet you Ryan's mother is appalled by Aaron Rodgers. I my goodness. a lot of mothers are appalled I, I by bet. Aaron Rodgers. I bet. Chicken Doesn't Know Sports, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Good news here. You're listening to this on a Friday. You can also now catch the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports on Mondays. Hey very yo. cool. Chicken Do I get paid extra for that? That's right. That's right. Well, you are the one that makes all the money around here. You're the one that that's brings true. all the money to the station. Right, so. right. You know, you can do whatever you want okay, at this sweet. point. I'm giving myself a raise. That's right. Chicken Doesn't Know Sports probably brought to you by the AC Hotel downtown Missoula. What else you got? Well, since we're talking about... You don't even have your notebook or anything. This I is like off all, the cuff. No, it's not. I've been thinking of it all week. Oh, let's go. Brittany Matthews. No clue. Patrick Mahomes. I can never... Mahomes. Forget. His fiance. Okay. At When they won that amazing game that I... get Kansas won that amazing game. Yes. She sprayed champagne from the, you know, she's up in the box. She shook up champagne and sprayed it all over the crowd. Okay. People are very fired up about this. Okay. Um, They called her privileged and, you know, they're just giving her so much hate. Why are people so annoying these days? Why is everybody going to get upset about everything? Who cares? I agree. People. First of all, of course, of course. Okay, so let's get this straight. Of course she's privileged. Patrick Mahomes just signed a $500 million contract. Lady can do whatever she wants. People were upset because uh, the... The fans were down in the stands and, the, you know, it was a cold game, blah, blah, blah. I feel like it was really cute and exciting and it was a really fun game. Allegedly, I didn't watch it. But, <laughs> it was um, one of the great games of, of, of my life, seriously. I imagine the people that got sprayed by a champagne from her were fine. For sure. Like, I, I think the only people that cared were people at home on Twitter. God. What did we do? The <laughs> fact that we created this platform that should be this entry point for... So much great information, and it is, 
yet the common person uses it to do nothing but anonymously troll celebrities. It's just wild to me. Right. Um, It reminds me of this time when I was in Chicago and Dennis Rodman came into a club (laughs) and sprayed everyone with champagne. And you loved it. You didn't think he was privileged. You loved it. We thought it was hilarious. You told the story for the whole your whole life. Yeah. I mean, it's great. It's like, fine, I don't care. But I'm not, I don't have a stick up my butt, you know? (laughs) So Patrick Mahomes' wife is now entitled, okay. So now she's getting all the Shocking news that the woman with a $50 million husband, amazing. Anyways. I I just think it's, it really lets find a million things to get mad at. Right. But. Totally. I'm sure these, who did they play? Who did they? The Buffalo Bills. I'm sure it's all Buffalo Bills fans. Uh, Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Chicken doesn't know sports, ESPN Radio. Listen to Nuanas now here on a Friday. What else you got? Okay, so yesterday was the two-year anniversary of our beloved Kobe Bryant. Yes. And all of the passengers of that helicopter. It, here's something crazy. You'll appreciate this as a mom. I think that, you know, the older you get, the busier you get with work, the more your kids are growing up, the older they get. It seems like time is going so fast, right? Mm-hmm. When you think of that, though, doesn't that seem like ages ago? It does. So much about... Our lives and my specific life are totally different. Right. Like I had a whole different relationship, a whole different, we had a whole different workplace. Like That's true. We were in a different workplace. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You'd only been here for a little while. A year, but yeah. Well, we had just started doing yes. this though. Yeah. Like that was yeah. one of the first things we talked yeah. about. Crazy. See, that see, that makes time seem slow. That's good. I'm still sad about it. I have to be honest. Oh, absolutely. Like, I think about it all the time. For sure. Anyway, so Stephen A. Smith who is a radio personality commentator. Oh, yeah, Stephen A. Smith's a longtime journalist. He first broke in as a print journalist in Philadelphia. He's very close with Kobe Bryant because Kobe Bryant went to high school in Philadelphia. So okay. he's, he's he was sort of the first guy to cover Kobe Bryant oh, okay. way back in the day. And then now, you know, in his older and quote-unquote more successful age, he's become Screaming A. Smith, where he just screams on the radio all the time. Oh, okay. Don't well, let me ever become like that, please. I can't imagine you would. <laughs> Just be screaming in the studio <laughs> yeah, by myself. It seems well. Not. I don't know. Yesterday you were telling me you, you might do that, but oh, true, like true. But that would be not on air. <laughs> right. Okay, okay. So he did a little montage about Kobe, and he got a lot of hate for it because mm. the montage was showcasing some players behaving badly, and and then saying, "But that was not Kobe." For instance, like um, players that don't show up to preseason workouts, or players that. You know, like a James Harden or whoever else I've talked about that are, you know, behaving badly. And he was sort of dissing these other players. But what he was saying was, like, Kobe was all about basketball and championships and his family. And I felt like, I guess he was sort of dissing other players while he was doing it. But I think what he was saying was Kobe was loyal to his team and his family and his, um, the game, and he didn't let all the other stuff get in the way. He wasn't just sitting out pouting, you know, because he didn't like something going on with management or whatever. Totally. It's a a good point by Stephen A. Smith, but also sometimes circumstances are so favorable for certain people. Mm -hmm. Would Kobe have been unbelievably loyal to his franchise if he would have stayed with the Charlotte Hornets? Kobe Bryant was drafted by the Charlotte Hornets and then traded on draft day for Vladdy Divac to the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier to be loyal to the Lakers when you're playing in Hollywood and you're playing for the most successful franchise in the NBA. And Shaq is your teammate, Phil Jackson's your coach, than yeah. it is to, you know, if Kobe would have got stuck in the second smallest market in the NBA in Charlotte, I think they would have been pretty successful, but he would have been stuck. It was just what happened to Chris Paul for the first 10 years of his career. He got stuck in Charlotte and New Orleans, and 
he was good, good enough to like make the playoffs, but then he got this whole narrative around him that he can't win because he's trying to drag these low-class teams into the playoffs. So, I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, yeah, Stephen A. Smith is, uh, I mean, he knows Kobe more than almost anybody, so I, I trust most of his takes on Kobe. I, you should watch it and tell me what you think. Yeah. Um, I can understand people feeling like it was distasteful. It was, you know, the end. I think he was honoring Kobe and just saying sure. this guy was a different at a different level yes. mentally emotionally I totally. mean, he got married at what like 19 yeah yeah. That was the craziest part about Kobe Bryant is like when he was 19 years old in his first All-Star appearance and they like did an interview with him, he was like 30. Right, exactly. It was so crazy. They showed, um, yesterday I was watching something and they were showing him in high school walking down the hall. Yeah. Like in, right before he got drafted and he looked exactly the same sure. as he did, you yeah. know, 10 years later, 15 years later. It was yeah. crazy. I was yeah. just like, oh my God. So he, he was like always had that mentality, mature I feel. I don't know. Totally. No, yeah. absolutely. I mean, it, it, and there's a great analysis there, too, because he does come from such a multicultural background. The fact that he was the son of a former NBA player who then also played overseas and the fact that he spent many of his formative years in Italy and was sort of romanticized by European culture, but then came back to the States and played his high school hoops, not at a crazy private school, but like at, at Lower Marion, which is like mm -hmm. in the hood in Philly. So he just has such, such a unique background, yeah. right? He's like this black guy who grows up in Europe, but then gets to also experience like the real streets of Philadelphia, basically. And so I don't know. I, it's why he is he is a moment in time all of him, himself. Yeah. I don't think that there ever will be someone like that again. Mm -mm. Even as like LeBron was such a man child. But even when you look at LeBron's interviews for all the way for the first four or five years in the league, he's like smart and articulate and stuff. But you're like, oh, that's a pretty mature 22 year old. Right. When you listen to Kobe, you're like, that dude's 40. What is happening exactly. right now? Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, it's uh, he, Kobe Bryant was a special person for yeah. sure, and it's uh, it's too bad that the world lost him so soon. Yeah, Chicken Does No Sports, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television coming to you on a Friday. What else you got? I have two more quick stories. One okay. is really quick. I just loved this headline. Okay, Odell Beckham Jr. Yep, uh, the Rams won on right? Saturday. Talk about a guy that was so maligned that he is such a great example of fit. When he was in New York, it was a train wreck because he was on every tabloid cover and the Giants sucked and he couldn't handle it. He goes to Cleveland, even worse. He hates his quarterback. Get me out of here. And now he finds a good spot in L.A. And boom, look at him. He's balling. He's balling. And he's showing up after a win to some hot spot in L.A. Sure. He brings his own glass of wine. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that is my goal right there. I Just can't to to imagine. Walk around with a glass of Camus or some fancy wine and just be like, hey, I'm here, guys. It's I mean, I do it in my neighborhood, but <laughs> it's not the same. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's beyond my comprehension. I don't even know how to imagine what it would be like to be uh, a rich, famous, handsome pro athlete in a city like L.A. after you win a playoff game. Right. I mean, I just can't imagine how fun that would be. Right. It would just be unbelievably fun. Yeah. I think it actually ruins you for your rest of your life, though, because someday you're going to retire and be 40 and, like, no one's going to care anymore. Frankly, I think it would be better to be a rich, handsome athlete in, like... Cleveland or, mm. you know, a small, smaller, like whatever city, because LA, everyone's hot. True. Be the hot, hot person. But he, Odell Beckham's so hot that he can be a hot person Anywhere. with the hot people. He's hot in LA. That's been his, that's been his biggest uh, Achilles heel has been that he is like this pop culture phenomenon way beyond his football playing. I mean, he's like a trendsetter, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, there's so many dudes with the, the blonde mohawk now because of Odell Beckham. Well, uh, hopefully people will be walking around with glasses of wine now. <laughs> because... 
he is starting this awesome trend. I it, love it, it. It is pretty interesting, too, that athletes have so gravitated towards wine. I think it's a great testament to the... Uh, Antioxidants. How, how do you say? Yeah, yeah, just sort of like the vitality of wine. Yes, that's why I packed Because, like, these guys the... used to be drinking whiskey and smoking cigarettes, and their whole bodies were eroding, and now these guys are drinking wine, and they keep getting younger every second. See? I'm telling you. It's, it's the secret. Wow. Maybe I should get on the wine. Do it. It it's gives me a headache. Well, you're not doing it right then. I guess. All right, last story. I would drink wine if I was that rich because I could just buy the Get really the expensive stuff. wine that didn't give me a headache. Yeah. Yeah, I my mean, $10 bottles ain't going so the far. The Boda Box. I know. I need to. I was actually thinking last night, uh, I need to. Get, you're like no fabulously wealthy. You should be. Oh, yes, you should yes. at least. You should at least be spending twenty dollars on bottles so of wine. I'm so wealthy. Um, yeah. Well. I mean, it's so easy to be really I'm wealthy when you have fourteen a, and twelve year olds, right? I'm gonna spend my money on a voice coach. <laughs> oh, gotta love it. Okay, last story. Okay. Lamar Odom. Oh, he's back. He's back, baby. Not only is he going on Celebrity Big Brother. Okay. That's really not the story here. The story is he's launching um, a management company called Savvy Management Group. Great. He wants to help young basketballers yep. uh, not make the same mistakes he did. I think that's great. I think Lamar Odom has as good of a perspective of that as anybody. Do you, Lamar Odom grew, grew up with very little support at all in Long Island. I mean, the, the story of why he went to Rhode Island is because he's basically an orphan. I mean, there's the famous story of Lamar Odom didn't get his driver's license until he was in his late 20s because he didn't know how to drive because he'd been riding the subway to get himself everywhere since he was a little kid. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, Lamar Odom, he is one of the great, example, great examples of too much too soon. Like, there was that whole generation of the NBA before they changed the salary structure for rookies when guys were getting drafted out of high school. And some of them made it, like Kobe, and some of them just got absolutely crushed because they were 18 and they had no idea what to do with $25 million. Right. And Lamar Odom actually got crushed at first and then like had this renaissance and came back and then played for championship teams with the Lakers. I think that's great because I think he has better perspective of, than almost anybody. I hope he's clean and sober and all of those things he needs to be to make this happen um, because I agree with you. I have been saying this forever. He clearly listens to our show. He does, absolutely. And, and I mean, if he wants to hire me to be... <laughs> The, the mom, I will do that. <laughs> but um, I want to cut. You know what I mean? Sure. But um, no, I think it's great if, if he's doing it for the right reasons. I have some concerns with him because he's had so many relapses and issues. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, he's broken free from that Kardashian curse. I was going to say, there's one key factor here. Yeah. Is he dating a Kardashian anymore? No. Okay. He's good. He's in the clear. He escaped the rapture. And he learned probably a lot from the ultimate manager, Chris Jenner. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Who has, you I know, still, to this day, no one has been able to explain to me why these people are famous. There, there's no reason. <laughs> <laughs> there's absolutely no reason. Unbelievable. They can't do anything. <laughs> well, they, you know how to make money somehow. Yeah, I know. Maybe Chris should do an online course. How to make money. How to make money for doing nothing. I want to do nothing, okay? Well, I think that we could make so much money if we had that much money to start with. True. Who it's, wants to give us some money? It's so easy to make money if you have a ton of money. All you do is make production-based businesses. Right. Here's my Kim Kardashian cologne. We're going to make it for this and sell it for this. Boom, you're rich. Yeah. Should we do a chick who doesn't know sports cologne? <laughs> <laughs> smells like Boda Box. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, Carolyn, your voice techniques are getting better. Good Thank job. You. Does it, is it soothing? <laughs> oh, anything else? That's it. Just it, wishing luck to the Discovery Ski Team this weekend. Very nice. Who will be racing at Bridger? Nice. U14s and U12s, maybe yeah. U16s. Yeah. Go, Nick. 
Let's go, Nick. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be fast speeds up there. That course is wicked. I am very nervous. You shouldn't be. Okay. Your kid is fearless. I know. He's good. He's a good skier. Yeah, yeah it's all good. New on is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports is presented proudly by the AC Hotel. You want to go check out the AC Hotel? You can. You don't have to be staying there. Anybody and everybody can go there. Just head on downtown to Missoula, downtown Missoula, and we'll send two of you, or one of you. Maybe you go by yourself and go twice. I don't know. We got two vouchers for you to go check out brunch down at the AC Hotel. Full spread of food as well as... Uh, couple of mimosas for you. Call us right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call number two. We got a pair of vouchers for you to the AC Hotel in downtown Missoula. Check out their bar and brunch. AC Hotel proudly presents Chicken Does No Sports now on Fridays. Carolyn, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Gotta love it. Love it every time Carolyn swings by. Come on, it's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. We haven't really even broken down the matchup Cincinnati at Kansas City. Let's go. San Francisco at Los Angeles. NFL playoffs. Championship Sunday. Nuanas now. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The Treasure State's Big Sky Conference basketball team stayed red hot on Thursday night. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. In the first Montana men's basketball game in Missoula since January 1st, the Grizz pounded Idaho 81-62. Sophomore Josh Bannon scored 18 points and grabbed 9 rebounds, boost UM to its 10th home victory in a row this season and 12th straight home win overall, dating back to last year. Montana's now 7-2 in Big Sky Conference play, 14-6 overall, and have won 6 of their last 7 games. UM hosts Eastern Washington on Saturday in Missoula, tip-off at 7 p.m. In Bozeman, Montana State continued its toward tear, cutting out a 69-65 win over Eastern Washington. Jabril Bello had 15 points and 10 rebounds as MSU won for the 10th time in 11 outings and moved to 7-2 in Big Sky play, 15-5 overall. MSU has now won six games in a row with Idaho coming to town. Saturday's action tips at 4 p.m. for Brick Breed and Fieldhouse. Cheney, Montana State point guard Darian White scored 17 points and ripped six steals to help MSU roll to a 65-55 win over Eastern. The victory is MSU's fifth in the last 10 days and moves the Bobcat women to 7-2 and in Big Sky Conference play, 11-8 and overall. And finally, the Montana Lady Grizz are off this weekend. UM's game scheduled for Thursday at Idaho was postponed because of COVID issues in the Vandal program. And Saturday's contest in Cheney was also called off because of COVID issues with the Lady Grizz. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. When I breeze, give me room, please. I be like fascinating when I be updating, cutting off white kids, pulling their trump cards. I thump hard and make them say that I'm God. Be pretending they're hardcore. Never know the meaning of it. But I get props like a slogan, and no man could ever try to diss when I kick my jams. Lyrically deaf and connected, complete mic record. No double checking, vocals kill like weapons. But if I have to. What? <laughs> You love it. How do you not love that? I mean, you can't. Nah, it's one of the greatest hip-hop songs of all time. I love it. Love me some Gangstar here on a Friday. Dude, Guru, the, the MC, he's so underrated, man. How is he not mentioned more? Gangstar is sweet. Because I, here's the thing about Gangstar. They filled a niche and... Part of what happened is Premier overshadowed Guru. Right. Right? So the DJ overshadowed the, the lyricist. Right. But what was the fallacy of Gangstar was 
they weren't pop. Right. So they weren't on the radio for people to understand how. And then they had this crossover hit, though, so then they became kind of pop for a minute. And then You Know My Steez, like all of that. I mean, people don't understand, like, if there was a body of hip-hop, Gangstar are the lower four ribs. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh, just hold uh-huh, it together. Uh-huh. Like, people just don't understand the importance of Gangstar. Gotta love it. Nuanas yes, now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas, coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Rajim Seabrook, right along with me. Bonjour. The Northwest Motorsport Studio is presented, of course, by Northwest Motorsports. Their anniversary, they're new to Missoula, they're new to Montana. You can find them at Stevenson Mount here in town. You can also check out largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Let's talk some NFL first before we get to the matchups on Sunday. Brian Dable, much anticipated that he would become an NFL head coach somewhere. He lands with your New York Giants. He was the hottest name on the open coaching market. You're rolling your eyes and sighing. Why? The Giants have just not done well in the last four years. Since Eli retired, the Giants just have not done well up front, front office, coaching choices, just some really questionable draft picks, trades, free agents. And I just I just felt there was more homegrown talent within the organization that they could have called from to sure. bring about stability. Okay. Uh what I worry about sometimes is too much, too new with too many young players can disrupt a nucleus. Sure. And defensively, if you watch the Giants, defensively, they were a good team. Their offense just put them in bad situations. Sure. And I just, uh, I just, I'm not the biggest fan of the choice. I like the GM pick. Huh. I'm not too. I think you're making it too complicated, though, man. Here's the thing. The New York Giants are not going to get Have any- you met me? Of course I'm making it complicated. <laughs> the Giants aren't going to get any better until they get better players, bro. I hear you, man. I just... They I just, just don't have enough skilled players, man. They like, don't, man. You don't drive... You got to be better on the lines, first and foremost. I mean, that's that's the thing. You got to yeah. be better on the lines. The Period. Giants were so good on both lines forever. For Blue chip whole, guys with nasty life, edges. Pretty yeah. much, and, and now they're not good on the lines. That's it. I know, man. That's why Saquon Barkley's just walking wounded all the time because they can't block for him. Son... Anyway. And Danny Dimes maybe wouldn't have fumbleitis if it wasn't for the fact that he gets so much pressure because their offensive line sucks. Son, you don't draft first-round draft picks of quarterbacks that can play at Duke. <laughs> you draft point guards, swingmen, and forwards. That's what you draft from Duke in the first round. We'll, we'll draft see. no quarterbacks. We'll see how Brian Dable does, but there are still some uh, head coaching openings remaining uh, in the NFL. But Nathaniel Hackett... Former Green Bay offensive coordinator hired in Denver today. That's who so I wanted. Let the speculation run wild. The Packers OC going to Denver. The number one name, the number one team that has been mentioned for the services of Aaron Rodgers, if and when he leaves the Green Bay Packers, has already been Denver, and now they hired the Packers OC. Is this a direct correlation, or is this a coincidence? It's a coincidence that it's a correlation. Hmm. Interesting. It, it, it was just, I just think... Tea leaves, man. You got to read those. And that's exactly what it was. Uh, I'm surprised that the move came so fast, especially off the heels of Sean Payton leaving New Orleans. I thought that... We have not touched on that. Sean Payton retired in New Orleans earlier this week. So that's also a huge deal and an unexpected opening for one of the more solid franchises in the NFL. Exactly. And I thought that that was a a quick 
choice given the dust didn't settle. And, and as we know, just because a coach retires from one team doesn't mean he's not available for another. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I like the hire for Denver. I like the fact that it's totally going to segue uh, A-Rod and possibly Devontae Adams over there. It would be interesting because it, it, it's going to change the landscape of the league. Championship Sunday descends upon us. Yeah, yeah. First up, Cincinnati Bengals in the AFC Championship game for the first time since, I believe, 1982, maybe 1983. Were you uh, even born? No, I was not born until 1987. Here's a statistic that I heard, though. This is crazy. (laughs) Hear me out here on this one, though. And this this is not an example of anything but when we had the most captive audience on mass media. In other words, mass media has exponentially grown to the point where it is so far beyond reach. But because there's so many options, there's significantly less numbers of people that are watching and or consuming the exact same thing. What I'm getting Mm. at is, like with the advent of cable television in like the early 1980s, but then the still dominance of the network television networks, cable made it so that everybody wanted to get a TV. Then everybody had a TV. But then the, the networks took advantage of that because they could show things to such giant audiences. The number one highest-rated sporting event of all time, it's not the Olympics. It's not one of the craziest, most memorable Super Bowls. But, in fact, it's the Super Bowl in 1982 when the Cincinnati Bengals played in it. Against the Niners? I believe against the San Francisco 49ers, the first of Joe, of Joe Montana's uh, three Super Bowl marches. Mm-hmm. But that was the highest-rated Sports program still to this day, ever. How crazy That's is that? That's incredible. 85 million viewers. Wow. The final national rating, the Nielsen rating, a 73 share. That's 49.1. That's crazy, man. Like 85 million viewers. 50, 50 to 55 million viewers still watch the Super Bowl. But think of the, that. There's 30 million less. But it's because now, even when the Super Bowl is on and everybody, most people's TVs are on it, a lot of people's TVs are not on it. Mm-hmm. It used to be if you turned on the TV, that was what was on TV, so everybody had to watch it. So a historic run so far for the Bengals, uh, but now they go into one of the toughest places in the NFL oh to play boy. against the Kansas City Chiefs, but also I guess a Chiefs team that's been in this position for the fourth year in a row. They are hosting the AFC Championship game in Kansas City year number four in a row. It's funny because they had some drama this year because they stumbled out the gates. They were not good the first Four. Third or, or or a third of the season about. Easily. And then they turned it on, had a seven-game winning streak, and then they kind of went up and down to close it out. They didn't get the one seed for the first time in a little while, but huge win last weekend over the Buffalo Bills, and now they're back in the AFC Championship game. I find this so compelling because the Chiefs are riding insane momentum after that win last week, but the Bengals are the most consistently hot team in the NFL. This is going to be some fireworks on this. Oh, today. you stole my word, you Thief, it's going to be sparks and fireworks and electric, electricity all the way around. Um, what I like about this is is you have two very young quarterbacks who will be going head-to-head with their respective franchises for years to come. What I also like about this is it's two young defenses clicking at the right time. As you noted a, mere, a few moments ago, Kansas City had a had – a, they were inconsistent for what Kansas City is despite their record. And and defensively, the last two games the, to end the season and then last week's playoff game, despite Josh Allen's heroics, Kansas City's defense looks like they're playing downhill again. 
Flip it over to the other boys in the stripes. Uh, the Bengals are just young, raw, and don't give a rat's patootie. They, they, they're too young and don't care enough about anything else because of their youth. They're young, they're brash, they're bold, and they're ready to say, anoint this right now. So That's the craziest part about it, though, is usually it takes an element of failure for guys to then be ready to be anointed, and that's what's so amazing about Joe Burrow. He seems so ready for this moment already. It was very much like I'm not. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not comparing the talent levels, although I do think that are actually sort of comparable. But Joe Burrow is, is ready for anointment, so to speak, like Patrick Mahomes was. Oh, absolutely. Mahomes I, was ready made. He, he was ready to roll. He was. He he came in ready, born ready, going to be ready on any day that ends in Y. What I like about Joe Burrow is Joe Burrow is the altar boy with the switchblade in his pocket. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, hey, you heard it here first. I'm, man, if I had social media, I'd be dangerous. <laughs> but uh, that's who Joe Burrow reminds me of. He's he's going to smile on your face, and then the minute you walk away, he's going to cut your Achilles tendon and then say, hey, let's go race. You know what I'm saying? So No, no question. It's, uh, it's, I, I love this matchup. It's a foreshadow of, of years to come. Um, and the AFC is just loaded for bear uh, for, for years to come with great, great quarterback play, both young and only a few years into the league. As hot as the Bengals are, uh, as many dangerous options that they have on offense throughout their skill positions, mm-hmm. do they really have a shot going into Arrowhead Stadium on Sunday? I mean, I guess at this point it's hard to say that. Buddy, they're there. Shot, right? they're there. They're there. Right? They're there. Tom Brady ain't. You know right. what I'm saying? Like Aaron Rodgers, ain't. Aaron Rodgers isn't like it's it's one yeah. of those things that you, you can't knock him out if they're still in it. Totally there interesting. It Let's go. The other game is also setting up to be a slugfest or maybe a shootout. I don't really even know what to think of the Niners anymore in terms of trying to predict how they're going to win. But they've done nothing but win yes. down the stretch. They are heading to Los Angeles to take on their NFC West rival, the Los Angeles Rams. We'll break down that game and get you all set up for the weekend. Right after this, keep it right here. It's been radio. It's the one is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Let a mo better. Slow pain, no gain, go get up. Change like the weather. Smile it as a rock small. And Rajim says people don't understand the importance of De La Soul. So I turn the mics on. Rajim Seabrook in studio with me, Colter Nuanas. Your weekly hip hop review. Also, also <laughs> some sports talk radio. Every now and again. Why? Why is De La Soul more important than people know? I love me some De La Soul. Me You've too. actually got me way back into them since we've been oh, kicking it every So week. underrated. So, as with anything, I'm related to sports. Coaching trees, right? Sure. There's this one great coach, and then his assistants, and the branches off, the branches off, the branches off. Well, the same thing can be said in the hip-hop world. And when you look at who De La Soul brought along mm-hmm. with them, or alongside, or they would feature... They branched off into some of the trees that are still bearing fruit in the hip-hop nation today. So if you take De La Soul out of the annals of history, you also have to remove now Tribe Called Quest, mm. which would be a huge blow. Yep. You take away from the Jungle Brothers. Mm-hmm. You don't have Black Sheep. You don't have Chia Lee. Parts of Queen Latifah doesn't exist. You don't have Leaders of the New School, which gave us Buster Rhymes. Wow. So when you look at the hip-hop tree that De La Soul planet roots it if you if you take them off the map you take away a large large chunk 
of hip-hop history. You are a font of information, my friend. Love it. Love talking hip-hop with you. Thanks so much for being with us. Hope you have a great week. I'm happy it's Friday. I'm always happy it's every day. I mean, they all blur together. Weekends are the busiest time for us in sports, but that's why we love it. We get to go to events and go hang out and kick it, watch kick games. It. Uh, I'll be down at the Grizz hockey game tonight. I'll be down at the Grizz basketball game tomorrow night. And uh, we'll have full coverage of all that for you. SkylandSportsMT.com over the weekend. Also have some coverage of uh, Montana State against Idaho over in Bozeman as well. Got some uh, photographers going over there as well. So should be fun. You can always follow along on Twitter too, at SkylandSportsMT. If you missed anything in this show, Nuana's Now, we have talked all the way around the world of sports. We heard from Josh Banner from the Grizz basketball team after Montana's win over Idaho last night. Also heard from Colt Anderson, former Grizz All-American safety, as well as current assistant special teams coach for the Cincinnati Bengals as uh, they get ready for the AFC Championship game. And uh, we also talked some prep hoops, some more NFL. We also heard from our good friend Carol in the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports. All that can be found proudly on the Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented by Sports Bet Montana, as well as Blackfoot Communications. All right, we broke down the AFC Championship game, the nightcap Sunday. San Francisco 49ers versus the Los Angeles Rams. I got it hanging in the rafters already. July 1st, I said the Rams are going to win the NFC. They are one win away. We are close. That was five, six months ago. Almost seven. We're close. Come on, prophecy. Oh, Nunu over here. What do you think of the, uh, what do you think of the matchup? Nostradamus. <laughs> Gotta love it. What do you think of the matchup? I love it. I, I And what I love for it more than just a good, bas- a good basketball game, a good football game, because there are certain teams I love seeing in the playoffs, the Niners being one of them. Um, I'm really happy for Matt Stafford. Like, for the guy who gave mind, body, and soul, uh, uh, rewrote the record books in Detroit, uh, never really got his shine outside of the one playoff game him and Calvin Johnson made it to. And when you look at his numbers for how much he didn't like doesn't get in respect and accolades, he's almost like this generation's Dan Marino. I love the fact that he's in this NFC Championship game, and uh, I, I'm hoping that the Rams pull it out. Plus, Cooper Cup. You kidding me? Are you kidding me? We haven't even talked about this. Oh, that's another. That's a whole other show. So tell, tell me this, though. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Who do you think is the NFL MVP this year? Because I think it's Cup. I think it's, it's Cooper it's not, Cup. But it's not going to be Cup, though. No, it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. God. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I, you want to barf in that I bag first, uh, or do you I, want I, me to I mean, go? I just think that Tom Brady, TJ Watt, Cooper Cup all deserve the NFL MVP more than Aaron Rodgers. Ab- absolutely. I don't uh, want to say anything. I like working here. I don't want Miss Becky to be like, <laughs> you aren't allowed back in my building. No, no. She is so out on... Aaron Rodgers, it's not even possible. She wants him gone, gone. Bro. All right, then we cool. Bye. I, if you're watching on TV, I have my picture of Whistling Straits, which is one of the uh, famed golf courses in the United States. This picture is from the 2004 PGA Championship. Uh, the uh, Oh, excuse me. The uh, Ryder Cup was also here this year. But this is an homage because this is right outside Milwaukee. So it is sort of a an homage and mourning to our great leader around here because uh, she... Huge Packer fan, so I told her I'd at least spice up the studio with a little Wisconsin action. Scunny! <laughs> uh, but what uh, what do you think of this matchup, though? Because the Niners, for as much as the talking heads all want to just blast Jimmy Garoppolo from start to finish, they play such a unique style. They have one of the best offensive lines in football. They have a couple of the best dirty work guys in football. I mean, there's no, to me, there's no tougher trio of guys that touch the football than Debo Samuel, George Kittle, and Kyle Juszczyk. Oh, and oh, by the way, 
the Niners also have a top three defensive front in the NFL, and they have multiple of the best players in the league on that side of the ball, too, including Nick Bosa, who is expected to be back in this game. I know Trent Williams, uh, 50-50, mm-hmm. he could be one of the best players in the NFL, though. I mean, I, he is one of he the best is. players in the NFL. He might be the best player in the league when he's healthy. If he can play or not, that will be a, a factor for the Niners as well. But uh, the Rams, they seem like a team of destiny. And so I'm kind of torn because I've been winning a bunch of money betting on the Niners as road dogs the last couple of weeks. We're going to let me borrow a dollar. But uh, it seems like the Rams are a team of destiny. I also had this bet since July 1st, so I don't even know where I'm rolling. What do you think of this matchup? I like the matchup. What I what I fear is uh, the Rams like to score quick and, and shiftily, and that beautiful run game, which I actually love watching out of the Niners, takes, eats a lot into that clock. So it's going to, for me, it's going to come down to a possession. Uh, I like the way the Niners are playing defense more to kind of combat the, the explosive nature of the Rams offense. Uh, either which way, I'm, like, I'm putting the uh, my hat on the Rams, and uh, I'm just looking forward to a good game. It's going to be a good game. And I always love it when a championship comes down to inter-conference rivals. It's going to be a great game. I think that the other thing is that Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford, Sean McVay, they've gotten so much uh, praise the last little while, deservedly so. But also the Rams' defense has a lot more juice than people give it credit for. Salty. I mean, we got Aaron Donald. That's a pretty good start. But then, you know, you add in guys. I mean, that's the thing is people were wondering, is Vaughn Miller washed? If it's, a well, one, no. if it's a one-game scenario, Bob Miller is never washed unless he's dead. Like he he can get it going for the forty pass rushes. He's got to get give uh, give you his best effort on it in a playoff. He looks game. good. He looks great. Like he looks. I mean, it was it was that was one of the best free like pickups of all time on the defensive side of the ball. Right when the Rams needed him the most as well. I do think that both the road underdogs do have shots in Championship Sunday, but I'm rolling with the home favorites. I got the Chiefs versus the Rams in the Super Bowl. Boom. Heard it here first. Right on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. What's going on, man? What are you doing this weekend? Anything fun? Coaching a basketball game tonight. Gotta love it. Gotta go the, for win 101. Got the got the little bulls. Yeah, man, I got a really nice plaque and pictures love and all it. that for 100 wins uh, for, for middle school stuff and, you know, molding little minds. But uh, just coaching and then a lot of some house cleaning and, and appraising some comics and watching football on Sunday. Gotta love it. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. For Rod James Seabrook, I'm Coulter Nuanas. Have a great weekend. We'll be back on Monday, 4 p.m., Montana Basketball Hour. Also, Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. We'll see you then. ESPN Radio. SportsBet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for SportsBet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. SportsBet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized SportsBet Montana location or by using the SportsBet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since SportsBet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. SportsBet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized SportsBet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get 
commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.